is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, Britt Johnson, and Newey Scruggs. Yes, sir. It's that time, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. The Dallas Cowboys proudly present to you the tag team <laughs> champions of the world, oh. the Toledo Rocket. Yes, go, baby. Let's go. The, the LSU Tiger, D-D-O. the survivor himself, Danny McCray. The black survivor. Hey, somebody, somebody, <laughs> somebody, somebody remind Church that the uh, survivor comes on on Wednesdays yeah, at 7. Yeah, my bad. You know, I, you know, I'm rocking the team Danny. Wednesdays at Season 41, I thought it was today. I thought I, I was too hyped for you it. You know, watch TV. That first episode had me too hyped. So I'm like, it's today. I got something to watch. You know, I had football yesterday. Now I got Survivor today. I was so geeked. I put the shirt on. I'm thinking I was matching He everything. only watches the golf channel. Let's be honest. This, is, this is true, CB. You know, I, I stay on my golf now. Did y'all watch the Ryder Cup? I assume not. I did not. We yeah, got the man. dub, though, I heard. I've been big time. I heard we got the, the dub. The biggest gap difference I read the in the history of it, man. I read the script. That's all you mad. Y'all missing out on some, on some immaculate shots, all right? There were some immaculate shots out there. But season 41 tomorrow. I thought it was today. My bad. That's my bad. Watch it with one. <laughs> Newey Scruggs, this is the Players' Lounge. 45 minutes of Cowboys content here on a Tuesday where the Dallas Cowboys put up 41 points on the Philadelphia Eagles mm. in a 20-point win. And I dare say they left 14 to 17 points out there at Jerry World last night. And for me, watching this football team come in here under you know, they were shorthanded. I don't think I don't think we talk about it enough because they won so dominantly to be shorthanded once again, having to make moves during the week and the coaching staff from Mike McCarthy to Dan Quinn to Kellen Moore to Joe Witt to Joe Philbin, everybody on this staff to have these guys ready to play. Can't forget Adam Henry, mm-hmm. uh, the wide receivers coach. I mean, this team was ready to play, and they beat them up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they beat, beat them up. They didn't want no parts of it. If, if you want to, if you want to get in a, like a, a clear example of of the whooping that they were taking last night, you watched Ezekiel Elliott run mm. that touchdown and put his face mask in. <laughs> I'm talking. He's Everybody. running through their face mask. Nobody can stop him. And by the middle of the the, the second quarter, oh, yeah. nobody wanted to tackle this ain't dude. Ain't nobody want no parts. And I know we about to break this game down offensively and defensively, but D Mac, you notice. Know those are the type of games. If you're a if you're a safety or you're on the defensive side of the football, and you go in the halftime, you come out. It's twenty to seven, and all this they get a pick six. You know, you didn't back your man. All they gonna do is run the ball from now on. <laughs> I gotta go out there and tackle this dude at least five six times out there because they gashing us. Those are the games you hate as a defender, knowing you gotta tackle this truck for the remainder of the say, first half. Right, so, like, so we talk about it later. But are, so, are you worried about? Pollard in that situation, or you were? Who would you rather see in that situation? Oh, give me Pollard all day, every time. I'd rather be shook or burnt to the edge than continuously getting pounded like that. Give me body Pollard shots, all day. Man. The body shots, body or shots. You, you felt it. it was, bro, it was so like you could see it. Just pop dudes, like, and, and and you got to know your personnel. I, Anthony Harris, the guy on the, on the goal line. You got if that's Pollard, yeah, you hit him up top. Zeke coming in there like that, you went up top on that man. I know his jaw, his chest, everything hurts right now. 
his knees. He you, slid right man. back into the end zone. I, like, I said, man. oh, yeah, this is this ain't good, you Gotta bro. know your personnel. Gotta know your personnel. And I, I, I got worried because then we got away from the run. I'm like, why? These mm. dudes are begging you to throw the ball at this point. Throw touchdowns on us, please. They mm. do not want none of Zeke in that, in that situation. None of them. So the Cowboys, and for me, halftime was that was that was really special uh, on the jumbotron when because uh, that's how I saw the video mm-hmm. um, where Drew Pearson, Jimmy Johnson, and Cliff Harris got their rings from David Baker, and Jimmy just sent the crowd next level when mm. he just said, how about them Cowboys? I mean, you're already whooping up the Eagles, and then here's Jimmy, you know, the, the last guy to. to Actually, the last guy because Barry Barry Switzer won a Super Bowl, but mm-hmm. the guy that really was was that 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 architect in terms of building that '90s team, and just to see him finally, you know, get that get the honor. He's still. And uh, all right, our, our man Chris Beams, producer extraordinaire, he's got Jimmy. T- t- for me, and I was I was sitting in our newsroom mm-hmm. over at Channel Five, and when Jimmy said this, man, the old newsroom was like, yeah. So go here, play, play Jimmy, please. The only thing other than that, I've got to say. Ninety-three thousand, just going nuts right there. I mean, it, you knew you knew what type of game it was going to be. I mean, and I like leading up to the game, the Cowboys' responses to all that beat Dallas, all this guy wearing shirts that say beat. All their responses are, you know, no, we good. We focused on what we got, and and damn right they was focused. I didn't I didn't make it to the game last night, but from what I've heard and what I saw on TV. The atmosphere was electric. Had to be. What 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 you want as a player when you walk into the to the stadium and you run through that tunnel and when you making a big play on third down or you scoring an offensive touchdown to hear it go crazy like that mm-hmm. and to see the camera rumbling a little bit that is what you want to see and that's that's I think that's what Jerry imagined when he built the stadium for it to be filled like that to be rowdy like that for the Cowboys fans to come out in full effect and last night was great, and hopefully we continue to do that throughout the rest of the season. The first time they could fill up the house since COVID because the crowds last year were at 50%. And for for those um, my age who who, <laughs> who <laughs> I got to cover Jimmy's last years with the Cowboys, but it felt like the old days mm. when Jimmy was out there and the crowd was there and you're whooping up on the it just it was just that that little glimpse man and and it's it's a moment in time and and, and you know people like a Mickey Spagnola mm-hmm. who've covered the team and a Bill Jones you know the other guys are part of our Dallas Cowboys podcast they they could feel that too of just man it was, it was cool. It was electric. Yes, and as you see, there's there's Troy Aikman on the field, and then there's Michael Irvin and everything. Just the the it is for me. The gold jackets are special, man. I just yeah. look at these guys, and for so you know, so many of them that I've got to a cover or watch, um, as as I just grew up as a Cowboy fan. Was it was just cool, man. It's just cool to see people get recognized because it's such a small number mm-hmm. of people mm-hmm. who are ever to wear that jacket. And then along, and I love how David Baker breaks it down. How many guys just even just get to play in this league? I mean, it's, it's hard. I mean, so what you guys have done as undrafted free agents is mm-hmm. even more remarkable because the odds of you getting there and having a career which you're able to qualify for the pension. I mean, that's it's it's that man. It's then, it's then. It now. is it is that. For me, my unsung hero last night was Terrence Steele. As back to backs, because we're not talking about him. And the run game looked good. And I look at the third down numbers. The Cowboys were 6 of 12 on third down. And you look at rushing 160 yards, 41 attempts. 
That is you going in here. We are hitting. We are whooping that trick. You just poof. And it, and it was I mean, all, just, uh, all interior. It was yes. diamond. They pinned it out. Doubles by you know the center and the guard. And they would just work their way up. And if once they see a linebacker, they get off that double, get to the second level, and they couldn't do nothing about it. Zeke or Pollard, they weren't getting touched for the first five, six yards after they got the first carry. So when when Lil Collins is suspended for five games, we're sitting here on the players' lounge. We're, we're, we're we worried. Got, right. We've got yeah. legitimate concerns. And and I, the, the only thing I could kind of go back to is, hey, he was getting better at camp. Yeah. He was getting getting better at camp and here you are two games you've won these two football games and you've been able to run the ball in these two games I will say this um I, I'm gonna mess his name up I, they put the offensive guard in f- to play fullback McGovern in to play fullback and I'm like oh yeah we've been practicing on getting ready to run this all right mm-hmm. and we came in for the last two weeks and said hey this is what we're what we're gonna do I think this is the recipe for us continuing to play this way throughout the season. We controlled the clock throughout the entire game. They played from behind, and what do you see? We got picks, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? And this is what I said how y'all played in, I believe it was 2014. You see that. You run the ball. You punish these guys. When when they get back out there, they're down two to three scores. They got got no choice but to to throw it. So you got Michael Parsons lined up in there in the A-gap. Him and Jalen Smith are in the A-gap rushing, right? (laughs) The only way that you can do that is if you're playing with the lead and you know these guys have to pass the ball, right? So I think the way we played last night was outstanding. We came in and said we are going to punish these dudes up Mm -hmm. front, and we did it. And this is the type of game where you watch and you say, this is why we play Zeke 90 mil, because he changed the tempo of the game. Their defense did not want to be out there. DBs didn't want to tackle him. He was running through defensive tackles. Mm -hmm. That is why you pay a guy like that $90 million. Shout out to Tony Pollard. He did his thing when he got out there. Mm -hmm. But there's something that Zeke can bring that Tony Pollard can't bring, and that's that type of punishment. Can you tell your boy Booker McFarlane that? Because last week he get your boys out here Booker all over the place, man. Talking about Tony Pollard's (laughs) guy. And just like, Booker. Booker, and, and the thing for me, first of all, I like him. He does a good job. Mm-hmm. Booker does a good job. But I'm just saying, Booger, you you are old. You, you played. You a D-line guy. You know what it's like to take a body blow from a guy like mm-hmm. Z. And I think Tony Pollard is fan- We all Absolutely. think Tony yeah. Pollard is fantastic. Oh, yeah. He's electric as well. But fans get crazy when they start. To, hey, you, the sample sizes are not full sizes. No, 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 no. You know, him doing this. 16 games, being elite, that's a whole different deal. And you guys have been on football teams where where you get it, somebody signs someone as a free agent, and they bring them here thinking, that, oh, well, if we give them more, they'll be – and you find out, no, the role they were in was the role they needed to be well, in. Well, you look at – you have to look at Zeke's runs as well, right? When you look at Zeke's runs, you say – He's fighting for for stuff that Tony Pollard isn't fighting for when he get out there, right? Mm-hmm. You seeing dudes two yards in the backfield, he's having to fight for just those two yards. You know what I'm saying? Running through people, a lot different. Tony Pollard's doing his thing. When he gets in the hole, he got he's explosive. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. getting eight nine yards. He's making his plays. There are two different guys. But when you playing the type of game that we played last night, Zeke is the guy that you want to be out there, especially playing with a lead. And they're and they're a good combination of two. They they, they feed off of each other. I mean, look, I mean, I was kind of down on it earlier. I'm thinking, nah, we got to feed Zeke. Zeke got to be the lead dog. But I'm starting to realize that this is they're feeding off of each other. When you got a guy like Zeke who can pound, and it may be, you know, two or three yards in a cloud of dust, but what he's affecting that defense, they're not going to want to tackle. You seen towards the end of that game, every hit that he had, he fell for for at least two or three more yards. And those are hitting yardage. And after a while, Cats ain't going to want to hit that. They're just going to be like, oh, I was just trying to strip for the football. I was just trying to strip for the football. So these guys complement each other extremely well. I like this two, this two to tandem back thing going forward. But can we talk about – the job that Kellen Moore has been doing. Oh, 
I mean, this guy, he's in his bag. Like, as, the, as the kids he say, man, bag. he is in his bag nowadays. I mean, he's attacking these defenses where they're weak, and he's exploiting right. that. And not only that, we're going against a, a, a Eagles team, and we're saying, okay, let's let's keep them off balance. And we had a great balance from pass to run, and the Eagles didn't know what to do with any parts of that. Kellen Moore, I mean, look, Axel off to the guy. The start of this season, he is calling some great games right now, and he's putting this offense in the best position they need to be to be productive. He's, he's playing his he's like, playing his like, cards like, well. Like many of the, the rookies and the second-year players, and the, you see him going to their third year and their fourth year, mm-hmm. you say, man, this dude is getting a lot better at, what, at his job. Yeah. They say it's Kellen, slowing down, right? You know, Kellen, Kellen Moore is that guy, right? Yeah, you, like we we've been on here a few for a few years now, saying, "Man, he should have did this in the situation." Well, we don't understand, blah. And talk about somebody who actually went in the lab. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and, and actually, yeah, and, and, and studied it and said, "Hey, how can I be better here? How can I how can I like confuse these defenses in, uh, week in and week out?" And every week we've seen it happen. Yeah. Don't come out and run in the first game. Just throw it all over the place. And I'm going to hear like, man, run Zeke. <laughs> what are we like, doing? Like, I'm with you, though. He's like, I'll show you. I'll show you yeah. next week. Come out. We run the ball. We punishing uh, the, the Chargers. The Chargers yeah. This week we come out. We punishing them in the air. We punish them on the ground. And so he's he, he's doing great. He's doing great. Mm-hmm. Kellen reminds me of, of a musical artist who they put out one, two albums, and they're okay. And then all of a sudden – they find it. Like, boom, we're right here. Mm-hmm. I remember with Bobby Brown. Bobby Brown's hit album was, that. this was like the one, like, hey, man, your contract about to run out. And he went to the lab and he came out, busted out, don't be cruel, tender, run. had all that great stuff there. Mm-hmm. And it takes some people a minute to just find Bruce Springsteen. You know, the first one's not, not there. But the next thing you know, you can do the second and third one, and it's like, boom. Now, now you have found your creative juice and genius. And it seems that... If the Cowboys continue to play like this offensively, we won't see Kellen Moore. Like, how do you next as a defense? Not, not, a, not <laughs> with as a defense. Well, how well, do we you might. Play <laughs> <laughs> see, I ain't even gonna go down that road. I know, and I only say that because you know I was watching uh, some, some sports shows this morning, mm-hmm. and then they they did remind me of a situation uh, yeah, when we were here, similar to our situation, <laughs> similar to what, Wade and JG. So you know, uh, whatever. Uh, Mike's Mike's doing a good job because the difference between that is. They're winning. Yeah, <laughs> All right. So, you know, you know, if Kellen Moore keeps doing this and we win and we go to playoffs and we contended, Super Bowl contenders, Mike ain't going to how, how do you, as a defense, how do you plan against this this offense? I mean, look, you, you say, all right, they can run the ball well. They can pass the ball well. Our main receiver, Amari Cooper, he didn't really do that. He had, to, he had the cracked ribs, and we still were able to find all these solutions on the outside. Noah Brown got involved. Yeah. Sam Wilson got involved. Schultz was getting involved. I mean, how do you game plan for a team with so many weapons like that and their balance, run and pass? I mean, it's tough. I'm, it's your, tough. I'm your defensive coordinator, sir, and I'm still saying – if you don't stop the run, <laughs> you ain't got no shot against you, these guys. <laughs> you ain't got no shot. You ain't got no shot. So I'm selling out. Hey, man, I'm, hey man, we're going to have to figure out a way to play one-on-one with these guys, right? But we're going to put people in the box because what we've seen is if you can do both, <laughs> we're unstoppable. But that's what Tampa tried to do. And then we went off and we went crazy on them. Like it's, it's and, and, and the other thing. Tampa secondary is a well, yeah, 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 suspect. Really. They suspect. <laughs> Real questionable. So based on what you said, and I agree with you 100. percent So it was when Carolina comes here. So Matt Rule, they're going to try and stop the run. But the other thing you need to do is you need to try and play with the lead if you're the other team. Get mm. the lead. Mm-hmm. And and try to force the Cowboys to, to just go in throw mode. Try to make the, try to make them one dimensional. So then you don't have to run. So that's to me. If I'm if I'm Matt Rule next week and I'm coming in here, that's my thought process defensively. Let's stop the run and then on offense, 
Sam Darnold, what kind of lead can you give us? Oh, by the way, without run CMC. You can yeah. get CMC. I think it's going to be a little tighter, though, because they, they got some guys that can cover in Carolina. I know they're, they're down J.C. Horn and all that, but they still got A.J. Bouye, who I played with in Jacksonville, legit corner. And then they also got on the other side, who oh, was the cat? Oh, they just traded for him. Um, was it C.J. Henderson? C.J. Henderson. It's going to be interesting next week. Well, I don't think so. I think don't think so. I don't think so. I think I think that – that the formula that we just saw mm-hmm. and the punishment that we just saw, they can whatever because we'll we'll be down Gallup. Uh, we're not sure how Mark Cooper's going to be playing, mm-hmm. so I think we're going to use the same formula that we used this past week. And I think if you play that way, don't matter how many people can cover, yeah. you're gonna have to step up on your defensive line and your front seven to show that you can stop the run before we have to go full out pass. Let's. We can get that later in the week. We'll get into that later. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. But I'll just simply say, Carolina's first game, you got the Jets. We see what they Mm -hmm. are. You beat up the Saints, but here's a team that came in there with what six players and coaches on COVID, and Mm -hmm. there's a traveling road show. That and and, and so you got them, and then you got to go to Houston on a Thursday night with a rookie quarterback. Let's see how they measure up against the Cowboys. We'll see. Having to get on the road, go to Texas. And they're not going to have Christian McCaffrey. Hey, hey don't forget this because I feel like y'all trying to slide right past it. Can we get on those picks that we made? Oh, yeah, we was all right. Let's do that. Hey, we was all right. Let's do that next right here on the Players' Lounge on DallasCowboys.com radio. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Back to the Players' Lounge. Yeah, I mean, it feels great. Like you said, complete from defense, offense, uh, complimentary football, um, all the way around, just from, from halftime, just the way to continue, continue it, the way we communicate it. 
um, that, that was fun. I think that showed just the, the brotherhood that we're creating and the culture that we're creating within this team. And um, that, that's just one, and that's just a step. And that was a big step in, a, in the building block of where we're going and what we're trying to accomplish. That is Dak Prescott. Quarterback of the Cowboys, 21 and 28 last night, 239 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, a quarterback rating of uh, 143. In his first game at AT&T Stadium since he had that horrific season-ending injury, the guy is that dude. That, that's, I mean, that's that's just, I, say, I just man. can't say it. He's that dude. You said it. He is. I mean, we watching the guy who, how he was playing last year, we, we said it was good. They were turning the ball over a little bit more than we wanted to, but he was still playing outstanding. He was leading the league in passing, I think, two, two games after he was hurt. He comes back this season and picks up where he left off, but – He's better. Yeah. <laughs> He's better. Yeah. He's protecting the ball. He's in control of the offense. He, I, we all saw it yesterday. Zeke's trying to run on the field. He's like, no, 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 stay. Because he's been watching film of guys like Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers who don't let defenses come out and change the, uh, change their personnel mm-hmm. when you catch them in, in, in a position that they don't want to be in. Mm-hmm. Nah, wait, wait. I'm in control of this. You stay. We go out there, positive play, right? Mm-hmm. The dude's in control, dude, and he's feeling good. He's 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 looking good. I'm with him, man. He's in the MVP race for me. Yeah, the dude, the dude is unbelievably on the field. But what what blows me away is just his leadership out there. I mean, you see this guy day in and day out. Last year, when he was off, the, when he wasn't here, when he wasn't with this team, all you saw was you know, all oh, the coaches don't know how to do this. There was a lot of bickering in the locker room, a lot of turmoil out here. This is the bona fide leader in face of this franchise. And I was talking to Britt Brown, an athletic trainer here, who's been here for, what, 25, 30 years? 30. And he's seen it all. He's seen Troy Eggman. He's seen it all. Roma, all those guys. And when I'm talking to him, he's literally told me, he was like, I've never seen anything like this when it comes to leadership with the Dallas Cowboys. This guy is on a totally different level. He's gotten everybody to believe in him. I mean, and, and that goes a long way. When you got a guy that you believe no matter what the score is, you could be down 20, down one score with – 13 seconds left. When you got a guy like that that you believe in, the whole team, the whole franchise is going to go, and they're going to run through a wall for that guy. No matter who, no matter what's, what what team they're going against or no matter what the score is, they'll run through a wall for that guy because they believe in him. That's the type of guy you want as a leader and the guy that you want to play with. And this guy, I mean, by, by, all, by all stretches of the imagination, he is the franchise, and he is this bona fide leader of this team. Man, hats goes off. This guy's playing his butt off. So, so who, who are the MVPs right now in, for quarterbacks? You got Josh Allen. You got Derek Carr. You got, you got Derek Carr, you got Matthew Stafford, you got Dak Prescott. You got to put Prescott in there. <laughs> you got you got yeah, Dak. You got to. I mean, Tom he's, Brady. He, he's Tom Brady. This is the conversation. He's in there, he's right? Out of doubt. To where if he continues on this path, you come down to the end of the season, you're like, hey, you got to show me somebody that's playing better and, than this and guy. You can, and to the point you made earlier, you could see his growth by that whole situation that you pointed out. When, it, when their team was stuck in that 12 personnel and they knew with Tony Pollard and the guys they have out there, they can take advantage of that 12 personnel with the speed that they have. So he tells Zeke, look, chill out there real quick. I'm going to come in here. I'm going to take advantage of this team. Exactly what Aaron Rodgers, exactly what Tom Brady have been known to do. They just, hey, I got this. We're going to roll with it. You can tell he's just got full control of this offense. He's like an extension of a coach out there. He's like him and Kellen Moore are like this right now. They're synced in their minds right now. Run pass, audibles, all of that. These guys are playing at the top top of their game and just hopefully it can be sustainable.
Uh, Chris Beam, let me know if you end up having that one soundbite from the Philly coach. It's, it's a, it was an interesting soundbite. That he, <laughs> Young Sirianni. Yes, he's got lit up on. Um, head to AT&T Stadium on Saturday, October 2nd to experience Rally Day presented by SeatGeek. Take a tour of the stadium, play games, get autographs from the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders and more. Visit attstadium.com slash rally days for tickets and more information. All right, so... I listened to WIP radio this morning. I, I was up and because it's my kid's 17th birthday, so I was up and uh, I was trying to make sure, you know, hey, let me be up for my kid. Then I come to find out she's going to sleep in today. So I <laughs> it's her birthday. She can do exactly right. whatever yeah. she wants. So <laughs> I got, no up, got up for nothing. Happy birthday, Savannah Reese. Happy birthday, Happy birthday. And so they were killing Sirianni because – he said, "Well, let me tip my cap to the Dallas Cowboys." And and he he said, "You know, it's my 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 first time seeing Dak play in person." He's like, and he's like, "I was impressed seeing Dak." And then he praised Kellen Moore. And the dudes on, I'd be like, "What are you doing? Yeah, what you, are you doing?" He's like, "I got to see Dak. What are you? What are you? Some yeah, fan, fan and boy were, out he, here? They were killing him. For, I got punched in the face by Dak Prescott. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Dak punched me. In the but face. he set himself up for failure. Like you, you a rookie coach in here. You know the rabble. Let me throw this beat down." on in the press conference throughout the whole practice. Let me put this on. And then after you get shellacked on Monday night prime time, you're going to praise these cats? It was hilarious. You should have went out there like my boy Dennis Green. We are who we thought they were. Like, that's how you should have went out there, but listen, you can't do that. The standard speech is they were better than us today. Yeah, we'll see him again down <laughs> yeah, we'll the road. We'll see him again we'll see down him. the road. Today he they want to praise him. Well, uh, and, and he did. He he, he he tried, but it was just. I mean that that town. Ooh, it's vicious. Yeah, I mean they they just. They tried to fight my granddad one day in the stands. He's like Philly is vicious, man. Was your granddad talking? He was just up there with the with the church jersey on. You know, you know how they give us the away season. We are in away team. We, 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 we all way to top. We all way to top. So they, you know, what I mean, my grandma and grandpa chilling. You know, young man tried to step to my granddad. You know, he wasn't having it, and so they went back and forth a little bit. I'm like, granddad, you too old to be out here trying to fight these young men. But Philly, they don't care who you are, how old you are. They gonna come after you if you got the wrong colors on. Drew Pearson told a story that uh, about how he said he says I was in the locker room and I ran out in 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 my, my skivvies because his dad had got into it with some folks in the stands in Philadelphia. <laughs> it's just like that's so when you said I'm like, it's a common theme. Yeah, Fam- oh, families yeah. can get drawn into this thing all day long. I was looking for the quote here and um, from Sirianni. Well, I'm going to give church this while you're looking for it. Church, it, it, I, 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 when you're right, you're right. Okay. When wow. you're right, you're right, okay? Wow. So I'm going to pass you this. Yeah, what happened? 77. 77-1. Looking good, man. He tired. He's tired, tired, tired looking good. Tired. And you see yeah. the players that graded out above 90. Okay, Tyron was a 92.7. Mm. Trayvon Diggs was a 92. And we also had Dalton Schultz. Dalton Schultz out there. <laughs> Graded out at a 91.8. That boy's making himself a lot of money right now. He's just, making himself a lot of money right now. I'm just saying we got three, right three players graded above a 90. Dalton Schultz, Tyron Smith, shout out to you, man. You can stay healthy. I'm all for it. All right, mm-hmm. get my man Leo back, <laughs> back. Make sure he does the right thing when you do get him back. And know. we're rolling on to the end of the season smooth. Know. He's still out here looking like Debo. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he, he's still out here right he look, now. He look good. He look good. But let's let's not act like 71 wasn't looking great when he was playing. All right, he was he was he was playing he was playing some good ball. Uh, no matter what happens. Okay, this is we great. Got, we got two guys. This is great. 
So you guys have been in the room. What is it like when you leave the huddle and somebody else goes in the huddle and, and everything is just fine without you? I'll say this. I ain't been in a situation like that, like 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 L is in, okay, yeah, where yeah, they tough. had guys who got busted maybe for smoking some weed or mm-hmm. something, something like that. Or Most of the time it's because they're injured. And mm-hmm. then somebody steps in and they play well and you're like, man, that's tough, right? Mm-hmm. This situation that my man is in is, 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 is different, right? So at this point it depends on – Dak, really? Like, Dak's the leader in there. How many people have Lael's back or who are yeah. going to be sitting there and saying, hey, this dude deserves his spot when he gets back? And how many people are going to say, nah, he messed up? Yeah. <laughs> still is still out here playing well, so he earned his shot. And until he loses it, then he should have the opportunity to play. And then, it's, you know, my man Lael is making a lot of money. So man. how much money are you going to leave on the bench? Does it come down to momentum? So you go, oh, you weren't in the locker room. But when, when Dak first got that job, and everybody was like, all right, you know, he's he going to be straight for a while. Then it just it went on a string. You know, we all a part of it. It was like the 8-0 or 7-0. It was just momentum was rolling. We was clicking on all cylinders. Do you think Lyle makes too much money for even if Terrence Steele is out there and the momentum is great, he's grading out high as a PFF guy, you know, in the 90s as his tackle, he's playing great. Do you think Lyle makes too much money for them to even say, ah, oh, no, 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 Lyle's back up in there. He ain't getting in the nineties, okay? <laughs> what I'm saying, I don't nah, know, man. Like, hey, like, let me get off still. I think he's playing well, but I think, I, just my opinion, I think when 71 is ready to play, they're going to put him back in, and okay. still's going to be that reliable that swing, swing tackle, okay. right? That you know you have one now, mm-hmm. and then next year, whenever the contract is up. He's gonna go make some money somewhere else, yeah. you know. Uh, but for right now, I think it's Leo's spot. Well, well, he's a he's not a free agent, so you know, he's, you know he'll still have. Yeah. Well, and I'm saying when, whenever whenever his contract so is up, then, then he'll be able to make some money somewhere right. else. The the other question is is Schultz because he's a free agent after the season. Dalton Schultz a tight end, and they already paid Blake Jarwin, so that that's the issue. And then the, if there if there is any discussion about Collins and his money? That's after the season. Yeah, yeah. When, you know, when the cap guy starts. Hmm. I don't know about mm. it. Right, make right. me crunch these numbers. Oh, Adam. Oh, Adam. <laughs> well, I tell you what. <laughs> How could you be so heartless? <laughs> I'm telling you. Well, I ain't, <laughs> if I'm the like, hell. Oh, you know, man. There, there, you know, there's a guy that goes, hey, right. Adam. Hey, man. Hey, hey. He's still good, right? Hey. Nah, he go, man, they're they, they going to put him back in the game because I think at, at, at oh, offensive line, line is different. This year, yeah. it's, it's, it's to me, I'm not worried about When Collins is after the New England game, I expect I expect LC to be right back. Mm-hmm. But. When if, if Steele puts together three more good football games at the end of the year, that's when you start to you, know, you start to ask questions because they every team looks at the end of the year. What well, could we do? Well, then you also have to look at you know because you take that into consideration. Then also, how does Leo finish out the season? Does he look dominant? Does he look like one of those guys where you say he's a staple on our offensive line or? Is it very close to how Steel's playing? And you're like, all right, we, we can switch this out. They're giving us the same. Because he got who, who's rushing for the Panthers right now? They got Burns, I think, on one side. They, so, they got a good deal. They got a good deal. But I'm just, these are, yeah, yeah, these, are yeah, yeah. these are questions at the end of the year as they start to think. You know, who do we pay? Where do we go? Because remember, they've got a lot of money invested in Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even the question about Cooper, you know, the Gallup's the coming up. So there's a whole, right, Gallup is up. So they're going to have, our guy Adam is going to have a whole lot of questions in which he'll be able to present to Jerry and Steven and Will. And they Look at all they these say, guys on one year right a, now. It's a few tens, some eights, a 20. You know what I'm saying? It's, a, it's some millions out there where you're like, uh, we could probably get out of this and save save a lot of mm-hmm. dough every, at the end of the season. Every team does. Every, yeah. every year. 
year, every team is looking, well, you know what? What if we do it? And, and as a fan or a media member, oh, they got so-and-so got got. It, we see it all the time. That's that's this business. It's a cold business. If you're thinking, sorry, if you think of Zeke, get that out your mind. Right? Yeah, <laughs> if you think nah, of Zeke, get that out your mind. Zeke, Tank, those guys yeah, yeah, are you going, thinking that, get that out your they're, mind. They're not yeah. going anywhere. All right, let's take a break. We've got the sound. Producer extraordinaire uh, Chris has found the sound from, from Nick Sirianni, which has Philadelphia fans all upset this morning, mad as the, the Eagles took that big old 41 21 mm. loss to the Cowboys. This is the Players Line brought to you by Hotels.com on DallasCowboys.com radio. Organic pumpkin smoothies are back at Smoothie King with at least 13 grams of protein each and five options to choose from. It's easy to find a favorite to help you reach your goals, like the new Keto Champ Pumpkin. Packed with a whopping 23 grams of protein and nine net carbs, it's a quick and nutritious meal on the go. So order online or through the app for pickup or delivery and power up with pumpkin and protein. Official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Smoothie King, rule the day. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. Before you can park yourself in front of the game, park yourself in a John Deere and power through your chores. Our Land Run package is a 1025R, 25-horsepower tractor with a loader, rotary cutter, and a box blade for $229 a month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. So don't miss another kickoff. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now let's get to work. To the Players' Lounge. Check out the new Miller Lighthouse located outside of AT&T Stadium, where Dallas Cowboys game day traditions are born. Enjoy yard games, Dallas Cowboys cheerleader performances, beer gardens, and more. For more information, visit attstadium.com slash Miller Lighthouse. Miller Lighthouse, your tailgate. Just got jealous. You're the players. So I'm brought to you by Hotels.com. The Toledo Rocket, Barry Church, is here mm-hmm. along with the LSU Bengal Tiger, the Tiger, the, the Survivor himself. He is Danny McCray. Make sure you watch Survivor tomorrow. Tomorrow, church. Hey, make sure you see that, that see T-shirt uh, he got on? Yeah, man, go for, go to my IG, man. Order your shirt up so y'all can wear that thing on Wednesday, man. Get ready. Get, Get right. ready. Season 41. Oh, there we go. <laughs> He's you got, you got this camera thing right Season 41, yeah. Yeah, you already know who the team it is, man. Team Danny and his thing. Team Danny, check it out tomorrow, 7 o'clock, Channel 11. So, Danny, it's going to be episode 2. So, we saw episode 1. My man got to stay. You never know what my last episode 
episode's going to be, so make sure you yeah. check it out. But, but as, <laughs> we as, do know there's some shady mugs out there, <laughs> but as, as I suspected, there was a, there was there was a black person voted off right, right, right up the gate. Bye. <laughs> Number two going to be JD. Look, hey, that's all, all, all I'm going to say. That's, all, that's my thoughts. JD is going to stay. I got no big Okay. A guy Uh-oh, like okay. That, yeah, here we go. Yeah. Like that, bringing that type of drama has to stay on a reality show. You need this. It don't yeah. work like that. He out of them. It don't work like yeah. that though. They this ain't, this ain't that type of reality show. Okay. They this ain't that type of reality show. Okay. Next to go. It's, it's up to the players. Sounds it ain't, like, it ain't up to. Sounds like we gotta watch. Uh, you gotta yeah, watch. yeah, gotta make sure you, you tune in tomorrow. Like, like, tomorrow. That was good. That was like, good. That was good. That was sounds good. like we must watch. Yeah. Order your shirts. Go yeah, to McCray 40 on IG, it comes man. In white. <laughs> comes in white. Comes, comes in, in three-quarter lift, too, man. White with oh, gray sleeves. You know, you don't got enough muscle. You don't have enough hey, muscle. Come on, now. You don't have enough muscle. Come on, All right, support, support our guy here. I'll tell you, somebody who has no support right now is Nick Sirianni, <laughs> the rookie head coach in Philadelphia. They were chopping this man up on the radio today. They were, they were, those hosts were yelling at the guy. You had people calling in saying, fire the man. What lady oh, called this? Man, I think we should fire, fire him on the spot. man. I'm telling you, they, they, are, they, are, they got pitchforks out in Philadelphia for Nick Sirianni. Ooh. And one of the things that they kept playing was, listen to him after the show. Listen to him after the game. No, here's Nick Sirianni trying to give the Cowboys credit in that 41-21 beatdown. First of all, I want to give credit to, to Dallas because Dak, uh, I just I just think, you know, to see him in person and see him play and operate in person, he's a heck of a football player. And uh, um, I thought, and, you know, Kellen Moore is a really good coordinator. I thought he did a good job of, of, and Dak really did a good job of taking what our defense was giving him. Um, you know, our, our goal was to, to limit big plays, and I know we had a, a, a coverage early on that uh, Lamb got behind the defense on. Um, but... You know, they credit to them that we played. We played a lot of middle of field open. We tried to we tried to limit the big plays, and Dak took what the defense gave him. And uh, you know, he just he was content taking the underneath routes and, and smart taking the underneath routes. Um, and then they also did a good job running the football and and for with some of those softer boxes. So they executed. We didn't. Uh, hats off to them. So, I, biggest I, fan out I, here. I got to see Dak. <laughs> I gotta get a ticket. He might as well buy the ticket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and sit in was, that 100 section. I was trying to get the jersey exchange with him, but uh, I'll get it later on. He was like, I felt like he was reading off a list. Like, did I leave anybody out? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, man. That defensive coordinator over there is doing. He's doing the time. DQ? They call him DQ? I'll like, make sure I get his name right. DQ? Yeah, he. <laughs> I tried to hire DQ myself. You know? I mean, it was, so, so he's getting lit up for, for the. He deserves to. He set himself on fire yeah. with that one. You It's a line you cross. Like, yeah, yeah, give me props and then move on. That's okay. it. We'll see him later. Yeah, yeah. We see, Come we see. on, got Got to play them again. So yeah, now everybody's man. like, oh, yeah, he can't wait to see Dak play. Amen. <laughs> can't wait to see Dak. <laughs> Give him a ticket, like you said, right there in the suites, in the C-suites. Hey, he going to have a, what is that, a 214 shirt? They got there? <laughs> he going to have himself a 214 shirt. Here no, he going to have a Survivor 41 There you go. Make sure you get one of them. Surprised he ain't put you in that uh, speech. <laughs> go check out my boy, Check Matt. out my boy, Daniel. <laughs> Nick Sirianni, it really is on Survivor right now. You listen to him, Ray, you listen to folks in Philadelphia. He really is on Survivor right now. I mean, their fans are hot. I mean, the tribal council of fans want to vote him <laughs> off the right. island. 
okay. they want the general manager voted off the island. Mm. They want the owner off the island. I mean, they it's it's. I mean, it was literally it was just fun for me to listen to these folks call in and, and just be so mad. And the host was mad. I mean, they just they are just mad, mad, mad. And then my boy John Clark, who works at NBC Philadelphia, he's like, as if the night could get worse. They got Jimmy Johnson yelling, "How about them Cowboys?" Oh man, that's why so. you under promise and over deliver, man. He went in there and hyped up the whole city. We going in there. They're going to beat down. Next thing you know, he hyping everybody else up. That's twice. We told y'all. Uh, <laughs> we told y'all. The last cat that came in there talking mm. about, you know what I'm saying, guaranteeing a win mm. didn't end up well for him. It didn't. Okay. It didn't. So let me tell you something. All Philadelphia Eagle coaches, okay, take note. It's the second time it happened. Don't let it be you. All right, just mm-hmm. come in, play the game, talk noise after you win. Be That's a front runner. Be more careful. This is professional football. It's in high school. It's not. It's not even college. Because mm. I said, because one of my guys sent me. I said, dude, you see Nick Saban walking around with some some beat Auburn shirts. Mm-mm. You don't see. You see Belichick with a beat Buffalo shirt. No, it's professional football, and and just football in general. Like, your guys know what to do. You don't need to hype up your guy. They know they know what to do. It's a rivalry I mean, game. They know they know where to go. Look, in the in the history, what is the hundred year history? How many years of history is like one hundred one now? One hundred one. Like we've every time you give a team bulletin board material, it always backfires. I mean, I don't care who it is. You a player, coach, it always and you, backfires. And you just showed up. I mean, that's hey, it's your first couple games. He just showed up. Let me go ahead and put this beat Dallas shirt oh, on. I tell you who took who took notice of that though. No. Dallas Cowboys defensive backs. Mm. Dallas Cowboys mm. defensive back. I like what you did right there, D-Man. Two turnovers. I like what you did right there. Two interceptions. So what, what my man teams? AB, my man Trayvon Diggs, pick six. I'm just saying, before Two. we left on Friday and when you were here on Thursday, I said this was the game mm-hmm. to where our defensive backs had a great chance to lock these receivers up. All right? And you saw PBU after PBU. Interception after interception. These dudes are out there making plays. And this is the game that you go into and you say, if we're going to make a statement, we make a statement in this game. Man, and they did it. Even A.B. won on a 50-50 ball. We know that's his weakness. 50-50, got him a pick. See, because my Cowboys education is wrong at this point. I need, to, I need to study up on some numbers of some players. It was some dudes out there. I was like, which one is that? <laughs> that's another PBU from another guy that's, that's stepping in to fill mm. somebody else's place while they're not able to be in the game. We were just all over the place on defense. Is, Dig- is Diggs top three corner? Yeah. Right now? Currently right now. You know why I'm holding up that too, right? What's that? It's my man Diggs is running. Oh, his second contract. Here we oh. go. <laughs> I'll give you your credit, though. You <laughs> called that You called that when he first got in. So I'll second give you, contract, baby. I'll give you credit contract. on that he, one. He reneged on that uh, by the end of the season. Okay, He did? I don't and remember. No, in the middle of the season. By the end of the season, he was back on it. The funniest meme the was Kool-Aid the one I sent our, y'all yesterday. The had our mind messed up a little bit last year. The, the, one I said, the one I sent y'all yesterday was the funniest thing Kool-Aid. I seen last night with the picture of uh, it says Jalen Hurts talking to Trayvon Diggs' son after the game. It says, hey, Trayvon Diggs is my dad. My dad's Trayvon. My dad's Trayvon. But uh, Jordan Lewis, I'm sorry, Jordan Lewis, AB, uh, all the Diggs. safeties. The I mean, all the safeties. Balling. All the safeties. Uh, Jaron Curse. Yeah, Jaron Curse. Malik put, Hooker. Put Michael Parsons in there because the pressure that he was putting on mm. last night really helped uh, our secondary. On a, on a very good tackle. I'm yes. talking about Lane Johnson now. He's a beast now when you're talking about tackles in the NFL. Yeah, got a holding call yeah, on him. He was yeah, able to get loose on him a little bit. So, he asked him for his jersey after, too. They wanted yeah. to do jersey swap. Hey. Hey. 
I mean, man, appreciate that whooping. Like, yeah, I don't know if I would have did all that. I don't know. I got, know got like, it from man. his coach. Yeah, man, he got it from his coach. <laughs> got it from his coach. It runs. It runs through the locker room. Like, what your players looking at Sirianni right now? Like, dog, he was hyping us up all before the game. He went there and showed highlights of you know former Eagles balling out against the Cowboys, and then in the post game, you going to just sit there and hype everybody on the opposite team up. I'm, if I'm a player, I'm, I'm in here looking at coach like, man, what you what you got going on here, man? Well, they lit us up real good. That hey, Dak, I never seen that. I didn't know Dak could light it up like that. Yeah. I, wow. Was, and what we can't trip, do, man. what we can't do, all right, because we do beat them down enough and talk. Well, not beat them down. We talk about them enough for not be, getting real playing time and not being able to be out there. My man, 55, uh, Leighton Vanderas. Yeah. Yeah. My man, Jalen Smith got out there. They played on that defense last night. I think Smith led the they, team in tackles. They played major reps last night. And the defense as a whole played well. So they played well. <laughs> and these are, this is back-to-back weeks where I think Jalen Smith has played his best ball since 2018 in these last two weeks. I mean, and he, he was running all over the place. He was spying um, Jalen Hurts on that situation. I didn't think he had the speed or the lateral <laughs> quickness to hang with him, but he did a great job spying. He was all over the field, and he was that hype man. Like, you see when, when the piles was going on, he's jumping on the pile, getting boys hyped out there. So, like you said, we beat him up enough, but – Kudos these past two weeks. My man has been playing solid ball as long with as long as, uh, with uh, Wolf Homner as well. They've been playing solid ball. It just really goes back to what we said right here on the Players' Lounge, brought to you by Hotels.com. You're going to need all of these guys. Mm-hmm. So the, the certain media people with their agendas to run off Jalen and fan bases. Jalen Smith has been made a better player because of Micah Parsons. Yeah, step his game up. A lot of times, and, and I kind of go back to basketball, where you get to play next to someone like a LeBron James or Luka Doncic, and they help make you better. Mm-hmm. Because they've got to put that attention over there. And so, now that they're not worried about you as much, you can take advantage of your opportunities to make some plays. I also, I, I've got to make sure that I give credit to Joe Vitt. Joe Witt, okay. the defensive backs coach mm. here with the Cowboys, because it was just so bad last year. And even wasn't com- even no cover three last year. And even coming into this, you had questions like, "What? What? What is it going to be?" Who? Who had questions? Okay, y'all too. All right, I Let's still see. got questions. No, don't put me in that with y'all. Okay, I you can still, finish doing, but I'm just saying, don't include me in questions. something that I didn't say. I still got questions. All right, um, so so y'all had questions. questions. I still got them. Now that you have faced. Tom Brady, Justin Herbert, and Jalen Hurts. You're just seeing this this unit uh, in the back end. They're doing their part. And coaching matters. You were all about Dan Quinn from day one. Mm-hmm. Dan Quinn, I, I thought he could help. I did not know he would make this much of a difference. And wow. Dan yeah. Quinn has one thing to focus on. Defense mm-hmm. and not day one. I got to give myself some credit. Day zero because before we even fired Nolan, I said the guy we need to go get is Dan Quinn. He gonna come here and make now, it, make a change, make a change. I, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. Now we're a long way away from got a from lot of games se- left. Week, week 17, but you know how this works when the Cowboys are good, especially with this defense that keeps performing like this. He's going to get interviews. Kellen Moore is going to get interviews. And the way this league works and the power brand of the Cowboys, they may end up with jobs. And if Dan Quinn leaves, what is the check Jerry Jones writes to keep Joe Vitt? Joe Vitt? I, I, I make to it as your, much as he wants. To, to be your coordinator. Because if you're DQ, you're like, hey, man, come on with me. We already saw what he was able to do when he stepped in for that defensive coordinator job. When they had that third, was it the third preseason third game, game? He had yep. to step in there. Those boys was flying I mean, around, COVID. still on all cylinders. So, so I mean, already just in my mind, I'm just thinking to myself: is you know, after this season, it's going to be very interesting about the kind of checks that they have to write around here. Kellen Moore gone for 
Yeah. Morgan, yeah, yeah so, so, you know, so from from the offensive standpoint, from a coaching standpoint, all right. So if Kellen Moore goes, I mean, you know how it naturally goes. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm, Danny becomes head coach. Well, Danny gonna sit around here and bring some boys with him. He's not just gonna go alone mm-hmm. like Church. Come on with me. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm right there with you. Put so, your boy on. So man. that's where you're, Jerry. You're, I mean, I got you. Got to start. You got to you got to protect. You got you to start writing these checks to keep people. Oh, I mean, and you've seen staff. You guys have been around just staffers here. I won't name names, but you know, other teams have come for certain staffers, yeah. Cowboy staffers, and. And, and Jerry has wrote, he's written those checks. And there was somebody I knew, you know, just, just this past summer. They got offered a job by another NFL team in the Jones family. said, no, 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 no. I'm about to say, what do we know about Jerry? He is not afraid to write that check to keep these people here. Don't let this be about money is the term exactly. I've heard a lot from, exactly. from him. If, if, and, you know, when you're talking about a non-player. Mm-hmm. A non-player. So when it comes to staffers and other people, that hey, look, you know, if it's about the money, let, let's talk. Because mm-hmm. he'll, he'll write the check. Yep. And, and we've seen other coaches. I mean, Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore stayed here. I, I, and I, he's, he hasn't said it, but I truly believe that they were going to offer that man the job at Boise. He should have went to Philly. I bet Philly wishing they had him Bull. now. <laughs> I, I, I'm surprised the fans ain't bring that up. I, and he, here's where Kellen Moore, now we got to get it. Here's where Kellen Moore can be in control. Up there in Philadelphia, Sirianni doesn't have any juice. Howie Roseman, they're running everything. So they're out there picking your coaches. and That guy. That was where Todd Bowles talked about the, his Jets experience, where you know, next time I do this, and I want to have control. Mm-hmm. So if you're Kellen Moore and you're going to go, make sure you get to go and you get to pick your 53 players and you get to pick your staff. Pick that staff Otherwise, sure. you got these GMs like up there with the Jets, man. That's why, that is why they did not get Matt Rule. The Jets were like, man, you need to take Adam Gase and, and um, what's the, the crazy coordinator? Uh, Williams, Greg Williams. Yeah. He's like, nah, I'll stay at Baylor. And it worked out great for him. But that's that's the thing I would definitely say for for a guy like Kellen Moore. Hey, mm-hmm. hey you're a young coach, but we're going we gonna to sit up here and bring in our people. Mm-hmm. Sean McVay was able to bring in Wade Phillips. He was able to do and bring in his crew. And that's how you win. That's how you win. Hey, fellas, fellas this was fun. Well, this was fun. It's fun when you win. It's fun when you win. 21 um, You had it as a 14-point win, correct? Plus, plus 14. Yeah, I was plus, plus 14. 10 on there. You're plus 10. I had it uh, 29-23. So we all picked the Cowboys to win and cover. It happened. Carolina coming to Jerry World this weekend. It's game two of a three-game home stretch. Cowboys in first place right now. Fun stuff. Danny McRae, Barry Church. Whoa. Come on, man. Come on, man. No, we've been doing this too uh, damn long, Nui. Oh, yeah. I'm bald. He got the shirt on. He, he got, got dreads. On. We've he been got- doing this too long, man. Look, man, this is Barry Church. For Barry Church, Nui Scrubs, Danny McRae, this is brought to you by Hotels.com. We'll check y'all out later. We'll check you out tomorrow, 1230. We out of here, man. Black Survivor. God, <laughs> this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about- Yeah!